Hello, everyone. Welcome to Secret Keepers Club. I'm so happy that you're here. My name is Carly Aquilino. I am just so excited to sit down and chit chat with the girlies. And thanks for tuning in. So uh, also, as always, I've got to say my prayers. Thank you to those of you that tune in to the Spotify show every Thursday, eight o'clock on Spotify live app. It's called Confessions with Carly. The girlies are in there. They're telling stories. It gets crazy. It gets crazy. And we have some recurring uh, people and we have so much fun in there. So we have a little kiki every Thursday at eight. Um, if you guys hear a little echo, I've been recording in my kitchen, but for uh, the vent in my bathroom is making a loud noise. So I'm in, I'm in my bedroom today. So anywho, you guys, let's talk about, well, what should we talk about? The fact that I went to a damn Yankees game and I decided that we've been playing the game wrong all along um who invented the game why are we playing it the way that we're playing it i think there needs to be a shortstop at every base and i think there needs to be a minimum of six men out in the outfield uh we need more manpower out in the outfield there's way too much space per capita out there and i think that whoever invented the game is quite frankly kind of an idiot uh, sometimes you need what baseball really needed was the lens of like an outsider. And, and I gave them that. So I will be writing a letter, um, to the major league baseball network and telling them what's up. What am I drinking? I'm drinking seltzer with bitters. Okay. There you go. Cheers to you. I ran out of diet Coke. They don't last very long in here. You guys. Um, but yeah, I went to the baseball game. So much fun. My friend stayed with me a couple nights. Shout out to Megan. She listens to the podcast. She's been on the podcast, actually, um, a couple episodes. And yeah, we had we had a nice little we had a nice little fun week and I had a chill day. It's been raining like crazy uh, here in New York. So we were going to go apple picking, but we couldn't because it freaking rained. But anywho, I love you guys. And ooh, very exciting. I got a, the girlie that wrote in last week saying we met when I was 19. She was nice enough to send me a tarot card reading. She, she pulled some cards on me and she gave me a psychic reading. And I just emailed her back because I just got it uh, when I, you know, was sitting down to record the podcast. I'm like, ooh, let me listen to this. And she was really good. And I just emailed her um, asking if I could share her info. So once she gets back to me, I will I will share that with you guys if that's okay with her. But it was really interesting. And it's so funny because she said something that every freaking psychic that I've been to in the last, I don't know, f- over five years probably has said to me, which is insane. And I think it's coming up because I haven't gotten a reading actually in quite some time. I don't know if you guys remember the last time I had gone to a psychic, I was like, I waited all this time for this guy who was supposed to be like brilliant. And I paid like a fortune for an hour long reading and I get there and it was just so what it it was just so just, okay. You know? And I felt like I kind of got robbed there because I'm like, okay, this guy cost a fortune. It took me months to get this appointment. What the hell? But, um, he, even though he wasn't on the money with a lot of stuff, he also said this thing that she just said that the impromptu psychic reading that I had many years ago on the radio, um, when I was working for Sirius, we had this, um, psychic that would come in, um, once a week 
And I never worked with him. I was always in on a different day. And I'm sure I've mentioned this before, like probably years ago, but I was always in on a different day. And then I was filling in actually for Emma one day and I was in the studio and he was in the studio and he gave me this reading. He's like, whoa, 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 boom, boom, boom. And starts saying all this stuff. And he also said this thing, which is, cause I know you guys are, you guys are freaking probably shaking in your damn boots, trying to figure out what it is. So everyone has said that I'm going to have a choice to make a really tough decision that I'm going to need to make. And that guy who was the best reading I ever had, even though it was just a few minutes long, randomly on the radio. Um, and I tried to get an appointment with him and he's like, you booked out a year in advance. I'm like, okay, you know, I need it about yesterday. So, but he said it was, it was going to be 2022, 2023. And I remember being like, what? That's so long. Cause this was like 2017, probably 2018. Maybe even before that, maybe it was 2016. Cause I was living in the city at the time, but geez, Louise, well, what the hell's going to happen? I emailed her back. I said, every psychic I've been to has said the same thing to me for years. Um, and that's just what's so weird. I said, I hope it's like two men with big penises fighting. (laughs) I hope it's two guys fighting over me like two construction workers. Stop. No, I'm stop. No guys don't fight over me. (laughs) No, I would cry. That would be, you guys would never hear the end about the, about that for me. I would write a whole book on that. Wow. Not two guys in neon vests fighting to the death. Oh, not over little old me. That's what I'm manifesting. Just some good, you know, some good old, old clean fun. but maybe it has to do with work. I think that might be what it has to do. Anywho, you guys, that was very exciting. What, what an exciting surprise. And I, and I want to hear from more of you if you are psychics, because I think that's so fun. Um, okay. Let's get to somebody. Let's get to some of these emails. Okay. Let's start. Where should we start girls? Okay. This one says, first time email, long time girly. Okay, we love the old school girlies. Just bumping this up because, you know, these things slip through the cracks. Okay, well, she's she's listened to me say that about probably 800 times. <laughs> and again, just so you guys know, you can email secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. And, and if I don't answer you, sometimes they slip through the cracks. So you got to email me again. And this is one of those stories. Uh, Hi, Carly and the Sweet Baby Angels. The pod cracks me up all day long. Thank you for doing this for the girlies. I just moved into a new city with my boyfriend. He's a fireman. Okay. Okay. She's bragging. It's giving bragging. Like, first of all, where's the picture of your boyfriend? You got to send me pictures of you guys. No, because I want to see you guys together. You have to send me pictures of you and your boyfriend. Um. Okay. He's a fireman bragging, meaning he has calluses and good dental. Honestly, love that for you. Love that for us. We're in this together. Uh, I've been really excited about this new location and new experience um, that this was going to bring to my life. It's been fun. And my relationship with my boyfriend is the best. However, we left such a great support, support system at home. I've always been an extrovert and need human interaction. I was so fortunate to have friends that I had back home and are now starting from square one. 
don't get me wrong. We visit them and they visit us, but it's not the same as having a support system where I am now. I've tried joining a few different things to meet people. And unfortunately my company is remote. So it's been a little tough to build relationships with people. What do you think I should do for what it's worth? This podcast always makes me feel like I'm at home talking to my girlies. Oh, so thank you for that comfort. Oh, well, thank you. I love that. I love hearing that from you guys. That's probably my favorite compliment. So I have a good idea. Why don't you ask your hot boyfriend, okay, to go on a double date with one of his other hot friends and their girlfriend or wife in the area? Because I'm sure that you want to know what, I think we've seen it so many times on this podcast too, like how hard it is as an adult, somebody brought up such a good point the other day. Um, how hard it is as an adult to make friends. And, and the reason why I'm saying like something, somebody said something the other day where, uh, I had posted this thing saying, you know, it was this whole fiasco. If you guys don't know what happened with Adam Levine, who, by the way, like babes. Okay. Adam Levine, please. I'm all set. He looks like a freaking spider. And listen, I've done worse. And we all know that. We all, we all know that I've done worse than Adam Levine, but he, he gives that like corny vibes. Like he's, if he, no, he doesn't have calluses. He's not the one, but anywho, this whole thing happened where this girl posted a TikTok saying she had an affair with Adam Levine and she, he was, he, some guy that's married to a Victoria's Secret model and all of this stuff. And she opens up this whole can of worms. And there are these other girls on Instagram who start posting their DMs with Adam Levine. It was a whole freaking fiasco. Worst day of Adam Levine's fucking life. I'll tell you that much right now. Okay. And his wife, the poor thing, she's pregnant with their like third kid. So this whole thing happens and unfolds. And listen, I think it's whoever's in the relationship, it's that person's fault whatever happens. But this girl kind of had this like air about her where she was kind of like bragging because I didn't see the point of her mentioning that his wife was a Victoria's Secret model. Like just like the fact that he has a wife is probably enough for you to not want to fuck with him, but okay. But she was kind of had this like braggy way about her. And there was this whole battle going on back and forth about who's right, who's wrong. It's still also, you know, her in the wrong because she knew he was married and X, Y, and Z. And I had posted this thing just saying like, listen, you know, a married man approaching you. And I promise this is going to circle back into the damn email because I I know I'm going on a tangent, but I had to give you guys the Adam Levine backstory because apparently we all care. Meanwhile, I was like, he's not even like the fifth Adam that I would give a fuck about, but here we are. Um, but I had said, you know, this is not an uncommon thing. If a married man is approaching you, it doesn't, it's just what type of person they are and don't be flattered by it kind of thing, right? That was like the point of it. It's like, this has nothing to do with you at all. It doesn't mean you're more beautiful than his wife. It doesn't mean you're more special than his wife. Not saying you're not beautiful and special, but saying these men are out here for one thing and one thing only, and they're going to go any which way that they could find it. And if it's not with you, it'll be with the next person. Right. So I was just saying that to protect the girlies. Um, but somebody had commented on that video and I was like, this is so fucking real where they were like, finding friends is harder than finding a married man in this world. Like, 
(laughs) to hook up with, you know? She was like, how many like adult, successful, good friends have you had as an adult? Like to me, that's what we should be bragging about. Not like, oh, I'm hooking up with this guy or like, oh, this like married guy hit on me or something like that. And it's so freaking true because it's so hard to find friends as an adult. And I think about the way that I found friends is, is through other people, right? All of my friends, like either through work, right? Like my bestie, Ashley, I met her when we were working in a hair salon together many moons ago. Um, Jesse May, I know obviously we're both comedians and like people you meet through work and also people that you meet through other friends, like, you know, your, your husband's friend's wife, her friends, like just any type of like, that's how you really end up meeting cool, like chill people that you probably have a lot of things in common with. Right. Cause you at least know some of the same people. Um, so I think that that might be helpful. And, and, I'm, and again, I'm sorry about that Adam Levine tangent, but um, I think that that might be helpful. Have your boyfriend ha- set up a double date with his friend and their girlfriends or wives or whatever. And then you can at least get your footing in, in, the, in the scene that you, you're living in, in the city that you're living in, right? That might work because it is hard. Like, I was going to say like, oh, maybe if you like join a like yoga class or like go to the gym, I don't want to have you girly. Like, I don't want to force my girlies to be working out. Like <laughs> making friends is hard enough. You know, I, I'm not going to make you guys go to the damn gym and try and find friends. It, it seems like a nightmare. Also, I don't want to be friends with many people that are like chilling at the gym. Like I'm all set. And no offense. I know that I know that you guys, I'm sure a lot of you exercise and I think that's wonderful, but I mean, all my friends exercise. I'm the only one that doesn't, I think. I do. I walk. I walk. But anywho, you guys. All right. This next one. Oh, not me losing my damn spot. Hey, this one says, why are men wedding gossip and a question? Hi, Carly and the Kitty crew. I love you so much. Thank you. I love you too. You're so cool. And I love cackling along with you every week. My sister and I constantly share your posts and we find ourselves talking like you, especially in the British accent. Oh, we'll find spipes. So here's the wedding gossip. I just got back from my bestie's wedding, which was in my hometown. I was the maid of honor. So I was looking cute with my hair and makeup all done. The wedding was at a brewery. And when it ended, we all gathered downstairs at the bar where um, the general public was. Tell me why I wake up at 3 a.m. for water and I have two texts and a Facebook message from an ex-situationship that I was seeing over four years ago and haven't spoken to since. The messages said, you looked good and healthy. Healthy? What the hell does that even mean? I assumed healthy was supposed to mean something about being bigger than I was four years ago because I am fluffier now than I used to be because of the pandemic and life. I didn't see him at the bar after the wedding, but I guess he saw me. But instead of saying something, he messaged me hours later. Anywho, when I saw that, I remembered an episode where you talk about how the power move is to just not respond. And that's what I decided to do. Oh, a thousand percent. There's nothing you're going to say that's going to help the situation. You just got to go leave them on red. So thanks for the preemptive advice. Why are men really out here thinking that they can just reach back out four years later? Okay. Now my question, I've been dating this guy for almost three years. He just moved into my condo a few months ago. 
What's your advice on coexisting and living with a partner? I never lived with anybody, so I'm kind of stuck in my ways of how I do things, but I'm trying to be flexible and adjust. Thank you for the words of wisdom. Smooch you right on the lips. Oh my God. And then there's cat pictures. <gasps> no, there's three. <gasps> Wait, there's three cats. Stop. One of them is a baby Robert. One of them looks like Robert if he, and don't let him hear me say this, but if he lost a couple pounds, if he lost a couple pounds and if he was a little less fluffy. And then the other one looks like Robert with short hair right? Just like a regular cutie old tabby. And that one in particular is playing with a toy that is the LGBTQIA plus flag. So we love an ally. We love an ally cat. <laughs> Instead of an alley cat, guys, it was hilarious. And if you didn't laugh, go to jail. And then the other one looks like Stanley if he was not a devil. But you're hundred percent right. Should not have answered the guy. Also like, what a pussy. You can't come up to me and just be like, Hey, what's going on? Like the way I would uh, actually, if that ever happens to me, I would just be like, wait, who are you? <laughs> no, over my dead body. Would I give a guy the satisfaction of knowing I remember him? <laughs> oh, Hey, Oh, I'm sorry. Who were you? Oh, we were in love. And like, we almost got engaged. It's like, Oh, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> no way. I don't remember your name. You want to know what? I really don't remember any of their names too. My friend brought up a guy's name. I go, who? She's like, girl, it was like three months ago. <laughs> like, I literally don't even know who the fuck you're talking about. Oh no. I said, how do you remember his name? She's like, I don't know. I don't remember that guy. Who, whom, whom are we talking about? No, nobody takes up any real estate in my damn brain. I'll tell you that much right now. Anywho, best thing you could have done is ignore him. Leave him on red. I was at a party once and a guy DM'd me on Instagram being like, you look good. I was like, can you fucking go? I literally opened it probably right in front of his face and then laughed and then closed it and never talked to him. Cause I'm like, you can't say hi to me in person. I'm literally standing two feet away from you, psycho. You look good. <laughs> Weird as hell, right? But um, the question about how to coexist, it is hard and it is an adjustment. You know, even if you were in a relationship where you both kind of like, you had separate apartments and you were sleeping in, in, you know, having sleepovers every single night, like it still is different having to share your space with somebody officially. Right. So you, you go, you hit that. I remember last time I moved in with an actor, I, I had a moment where I went, damn, like, I can't like, we, if, if we get in a fight, I got to fucking stay here. <laughs> oh, girl, I can't run away. I can't go to my own house. Cause that was always my favorite. That if I felt like I, there was going to be any type of contentious, like conversation, I would just go, oh, yeah, I got to go home. I can't be doing this. I'm going to go home and sleep in my own bed. I'll chit chat with you tomorrow, babes. Like let's have, let's have a chit chat. I don't want to have, I don't want to fight. You know, I do love it. I have a dramatic exit too. Ooh, I dare you to get into a fight with me and see if I don't fucking leave. You guys, I'm not even laughing to be mean. Like it's, it's a thing that I do. Number one, because I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with an argument. Number two, because it is there is something. <laughs> there is something about it I just really like. <laughs> where I'm just like, I'm leaving. And, 
And then you're like, no, I'm leaving. And you actually leave. What? That is such a bad bitch move. But when you live with someone, you can't be doing that. Where are you going to go? And that's what I ended up doing with my ex. I would be like, I'm leaving. I would go to fucking Long Island. You know how long, how far away that is? Not me sitting in Uber for an hour and a half because I got into an argument. No. Uh-uh. Couldn't be me, but it was. Anywho, it is hard. It is hard to adjust. I think there has to be like, first of all, give yourself a little bit of a, like a grace period. So you both can get used to it because it takes a long time to get comfortable living with somebody. Um, cause you're kind of figuring out like each other's quirks and things that you do. And then I remember like getting really, really like allowing myself, like, which I shouldn't have done to get really frustrated over such little shit. And it's so hard not to do that. I, I honestly don't know how not to do that. Cause I would be like, Hey, can you just make sure you do this? Like, just like, if you're going to eat, like put the actual dish, like in the sink and not next to the sink. And they would say, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I do put it in the sink. I'm like, really? Cause who the fuck is this? Then did somebody break in and eat a Sammy and leave it next to the sink just to piss me off? I mean, come on, let's do it. Two plus two equals four. You left the damn thing there. No, I didn't. I would never do that. I'm like, Ugh. cause now you're freaking dancing with the devil. Put this, put the dink, put the dink in the sink. But I think being able to have a conversation like, hey, if you don't mind, like, please, if you could just do this and, you know, you guys actually listening to each other, I feel like is the key. Because I'm sure I would piss my ex off too. I'm sure I would. I don't, I don't know. I think when it came to stuff like that, I was pretty good. I don't think he ever said anything to me like, oh, can you make sure you do this? Like, I never try to think. No not about anything like that. He never brought anything to my attention, but if he did, I would have been like, okay, yeah, sure. And then I just would have not done it anymore, you know? So it's the talking and it's the listening more, more so than anything else. Um, but I think just like, if you can have a conversation like, Hey, this is how I've been doing things. I'm trying to get used to it. Do you guys remember when I was with my ex and we, we moved in together and he took my side of the fucking bed? What? The fact I, I mean, not him taking my side of the bed. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I guess we have to compromise. Cause I was trying to be nice. Like I was trying to be good. Like, okay, we'll compromise. It's relationships are about compromise. I, I hate that part of them. I really do. I couldn't get a damn good night's sleep for the life of me. And he didn't tell me it was his side of the bed until the day we moved in together. I'm like, since when is this your side of the bed? It's always been my side. He's like, yeah, well, I didn't want to say anything. But now that I live here, huh? Ugh. hate it. Just trying to have open conversations. And it does, there is a, you know, time where you can give yourself some, you know, you got to give yourself a little bit of time and you got to compromise. Like I did when I gave him my side of the damn bed. You guys, just a quick word from our sponsors. This week's Secret Keepers Club is sponsored by Faraday. Whether it's Friday night football game or the first day of school or just hanging out with family in your backyard this fall, Faraday is all about clothing that feels good and makes you feel good. You guys know I absolutely love brands that are sustainable and last a long time and comfy, and that's exactly what Faraday is. Their clothes are thoughtfully crafted with a classic style. With Faraday's lifetime guarantee of quality, they'll replace or fix your clothes for 
forever, no matter what, which is amazing. Layer your favorite pieces for a cozy fall vibe or just make it easier with a one and done jumpsuit. Right now, Faraday is giving all the girlies 15% off on every order. You heard me. That's 15% off on every order. Head to FaradayBrand.com slash secret and use code secret at checkout to get this deal. That's code secret at F-A-H-E-R-T-Y brand.com slash secret for 15% off. FaradayBrand.com slash secret. Legendary comfort awaits. Okay. Um, this next one says, Corals. First of all, girly, I love you lots and I wish nothing but the best for you and the floof balls. Oh, thank you so much. Love the potty and the whole nine yards. Now the formalities are out of the way. It's time to talk business. <clears throat> I called into the live chat a few weeks ago. I'm the lube girl and oh good lordy, do I have an update for you? Okay, so the lube girl, she was saying she had been using lube without the, the guy that she was sleeping with, <clears throat> her boyfriend knowing um, that she was using it. And I told her, girl, you just got to tell him he's not going to, I, I don't think he's going to care. I, I don't think he's going to judge you in any type of way. So I told her, yeah, it'll be fine. He's getting laid. What, what the hell does he care if you guys are using lube or not, right? He should be so damn lucky. Uh, okay. So she said, so the boy I scammed into thinking I had a Yosemite geyser <laughs> down under made things official about a month ago. Ooh, exciting. We've been seeing each other seriously since the beginning of uh, May. I'm um, sorry, since the end of May, beginning of June. <clears throat> When I tell you he's one of the good ones, he really is one of the good ones. A mama's boy, but not in the sense that he expects women to treat him like his mother does, but in the sense that he was taught how to respect women because of the love for his mom. You know, as an, ex as an estranged orphan, the idea of conniving my way into a stable family sounds like a goddamn Disney fairy tale for me. See, that's such a good comparison to make. Like there are guys who are like mama's boys that are like, uh, they can't function without a woman taking care of them. And then there are guys who are like, I love my mom. I'm a, my mom is amazing. I respect how hard she works. I respect how good of a mother she was, whatever X, Y, and Z. And then they treat women accordingly. Right. And that's what we love to see. <clears throat> okay. Um, he's an environment, he's an environmental concert conservationist, not sorry, environmental conservationists. We love those. And just got an amazing offer with the government to oversee fishing boats to make sure they're catching the fish that they're supposed to be taught, supposed to, and tossing the ones that they're not supposed to and have to put back in the water. Ooh, that's really interesting. I follow someone on TikTok that throws lobsters back in. Because when the girlies, when the girlies get caught and they have all those damn eggs, you got to put them back in the ocean. Otherwise you get a fine or you go to jail or something. Right. And they clip the tail and then they throw my girlies back in the ocean where they damn belong. But very interesting stuff. Uh, it's a regulation type of thing. I don't really understand it. But regardless, it's an amazing opportunity. And not a lot of people get it in their lives, especially so young. I'm proud of him for getting the offer. But here is my main qualm. It is based out of New England. And currently, we live in the Sierra Nevadas. What the hell? Hold on. Sierra. Girl. <clears throat> Sierra Nevada. Okay. Mountain range. God, it looks snowy as hell up there in the mountains. This is not where I thought it would have been. <laughs> the Sierra Nevadas in North America. 
on the eastern edge of California. Girl, I'm so glad I didn't start blabbing, blabbing, blabbing about where I thought damn Sierra Nevada's was. Because to me, it sounds like a little south of Las Vegas. Okay, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. Not too far from where I thought it was, but it's definitely not in, in, okay. So they live in the Sierra Nevada. So it's all the way across the damn country, pretty much. Uh, he sat me down today and told me the news and phrased it like, I've only lived here for two years and you're the only thing that's keeping me from accepting this job tomorrow morning. I'd stay here if you want me to, but I also want you to come with me. Personally, this is just making me face terrible things that I've been through, not to trauma dump or anything, but I haven't had a single relationship that wasn't abusive, even growing up with my family. Oh, I'm so sorry, girl. I think I'm cursed to bring the worst out in people. And after my last relationship where my ex literally tried to kill me, <gasps> no, so scary. I told myself I would never live with a man again unless I had a ring on my finger. I'm fully independent, putting myself through school, and I work two jobs. I'm in a good place, and I feel myself becoming more stuck and entrapped in a town that I hate, suddenly surrounded by people who I either can't stand or who have turned, who have hurt me beyond reconcile. So here I am in the healthiest relationship of my existence, being presented with the possibility of changing the trajectory of my life by the end of the year. The fear of losing him by staying here and ending something really special too soon is worse than any plausible fear I have about moving across the country with him. It's not my first time moving across the country, and this time I wouldn't be doing it alone. And the time he'd have to move aligns perfectly with the time at my semester at school ends. And I'm either experiencing psychosis or maybe these are actually signs that are showing me that things are falling into place because they're supposed to. What do you think I should do? He has until November to give them an answer, but is it too fast, too soon for me to go out with him? One of the things I had first told him when we met as I was planning on getting the fuck out of Dodge by summertime, and here we are receiving the opportunity to do it together. I truly see this relationship going very, very far, but I'm scared of putting myself in the dangerous situations over and over again. Not that this man has ever given me any, uh, I'm sorry, not that this man is even from the same godforsaken planet as my exes. It's not him giving me red flags at all. It's my past traumas that are making me hesitate and I'm scared of making a fatal mistake and having to go through those things again. Any insight for you or the girlies can offer will go a long, long way and will be greatly appreciated. You're amazing. Give the boys an extra smooch for me. Oh, you know, I will. Oh, you know, I will. So first of all, I'm glad that I I'm so happy for you that you're happy in a peaceful, stable relationship, right? Because these are, th that's what we all can hope for. And I'm very happy that you have that, especially after everything you've been through, which sounds, you know, horrendous. But something I'm going to tell you is, I don't think that you have to, first of all, I don't think you have to worry about like it being too soon. This is one of these things where like, you've been dating a few months. Um, this, by the time November comes around, you know, you'll be together. How, how long? Wait, hold on. You said you met in, okay. May, it, so let's say May or yeah, we'll say June, June, July, August, September, October, November. By that time you've been together six months, you know each other, right? And I just feel like you, you shouldn't have to worry about the time frame. It's just one of these things. Like you have two options here. You either go with him or you try and do long distance. Cause I don't feel like this is like 
at all ground for a breakup, right? Especially somebody that you seem to really, really care about. So I just feel like you have to follow your heart. And I do feel like all these things are falling into place where you're not tied into anything where you're from, your semester at school will have ended. And what do you have to lose? I know that it's scary. Like it's a scary jump for anyone, especially somebody who has had all these like traumatic things happen to them in the past, but you can't let things that other people have done to you that really hurt you. You can't let them hold you back in your, in your future. Like you can't let your past hold you back for your future. Right. You know, like, I think you would be doing yourself an injustice by not putting, if you really feel for this guy who seems like a wonderful guy, right. Um, if you really have strong feelings for him, I think the best thing you could do is you owe it to yourself to feel safe and happy and secure with someone. You owe yourself that, right? Maybe this is the beginning of the next phase of your life and all that stuff is behind you. And you just kind of like are turning a chapter. And even if this guy isn't your forever person, I think this is a sign that good things are on their way, right? I just don't think it's fair to yourself to allow other people, other terrible things that people have done to you affect where your future is going. I just don't think it's fair. I think you owe it to yourself to, to be as happy as you possibly can. So girl, if it were me again, listen, I can't tell you what to do, but if it was me, I would do it. I would just do it. You're not happy where you're at anyway. You really have nothing to lose. The time frame is working out. This guy seems like a sweetie. You know, if you want to have, if you want to move with some boundaries, I could see that too. Like, if you don't feel like, okay, I want to move in with him when we move in November, why you can get your own apartment. You can <clears throat> rent your own little place out for a few months. If you feel like that would be like taking way too much of a jump. You know what I'm saying? Just so you have your own space and you guys can kind of become acclimated in your own separate way. You, you might not feel as like trapped in that way. If you feel like, okay, I have my own apartment and he has his, and we're, we're dating, right? <clears throat> but I think it's good. I think it's good. And I think it's the universe telling you like good, good things are on their way, right? Every, every uh, chapter has to end, right? All this shit that all the terrible people, all the shit that you've been with, it's past you. It's behind you. You got to turn the page now. You got to turn the page. That's, that's what I would do. I would probably get my own apartment, you know, nearby, wherever in the, in the in Massachusetts or where, wherever and say, bye-bye Sierra Nevadas, wherever the hell you are, could be another planet for all I know. And just get my own apartment over there and see, see, see what else is out there. Right. And if you want to move back home, you can always move back home. Whenever people are like, oh, I want to move, but I don't know if I should. I'm like, just move, just move. You'll love it when you move. And if you don't guess what home's always going to be there. It's not going anywhere. You know, give yourself a year, give yourself six months, whatever you want to do. <clears throat> Okay. Here we go. This one says five in one shampoo hate explanation. 
Hi, girly. Listening to you in the car with my girly, and I hear a little disdain for five-in-one products. Oh, no. Is this a straight man? Not a straight. Contacting me. <laughs> By the way, I love that you, I love that the girls are making their straights listen to me. <laughs> He said, now I'm not opposed to a little trash talk on the douchebaggery of filling a Jack Daniels bottle with soap and I too, but, and I too use multiple products to stay clean, but as a man on the go, wouldn't a little one-stop shop cleaning sound pretty convenient if the quality is there and I'm taking suds from head to hiney, why is five in one soap so embarrassing? Okay. Listen, sir. Listen. <laughs> I get where you're coming from, but how fucking busy are you guys that you don't have three seconds to open up a conditioner? <laughs> As a man on the go, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you don't have an extra 30 seconds in your day to open up a damn conditioner and squeeze it. You can even, you don't even have to pop this hop open. You get one of the, you know, pumps. A conditioner with a pump, it's too much, it's too much time for you. Men are really, men really are like that. They're like, I'm fucking busy. I'm busy. I can't be using soaps and conditioners and shampoos. And it seems like way too much time. It's it literally takes 30 seconds. And that's my rebuttal. Okay. If you want to fight, let's fight. I feel like I'm losing my voice mid-podcast every week. Hold on, I gotta take a sip of my drink because now I, I spoke to a straight man and I got flustered. I get it. I get it. You guys are busy. You guys are busy uh, doing God knows what, doing God knows what, but you're busy. <laughs> I know that uh, somebody had sent me on Instagram that there's that, uh, is it Dr. Bronner's or one of those um, soaps that's like 18 in one, like you literally can use it to wash your floors and you can wash it. Is it, is it Teals or is it Do Dr. Teals or Dr. Bronner's or some, some fucking doctor that makes soap that costs $18, right? Probably costs $22, but it does a million different things. You could wash your clothes with it. You wash your dishes with it. You wash your floor with it. It's like at that point, put in your gas tank too. You know, what are we doing here? And what's in that stuff that it's safe for all of that shit? You know, the natural soaps, you could do it all. And then uh, he gives, <laughs> he gives a fuck, Mary kill. Oh, wait, hold on. I gotta, I gotta save it. I gotta save it. I, I appreciate, I appreciate um, your rebuttal. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I just love the idea of being, being a guy on the go. I got, I gotta go. Uh, okay, this is an update email. Oh, no. Wait a minute. Hold on, girls. The, the worst of the worst has happened to my girlies. <gasps> Wait. Okay, don't worry about it. Not anything really. So, you know, not anything really scary. But so a few weeks ago, my sister tried to set me up with the guy in the Instagram profile. Okay, so do you remember, girls, quite a few weeks ago, we had somebody write in saying that someone tried to set her up with a guy and he responded saying, here, let me read it verbatim for you. <clears throat> he said, 
someone must be under 130 pounds to ride this ride, right? He said that about himself, which is fucking insane. And you're the worst. This guy's the worst, right? So then she matches him with, she matches with him on a dating app. Then she said, oh, I, I thought I had to be under 130 to ride. Right. And then he does this whole thing. And he said, you know, I hope you understand while I may love to cheat. I had no intentions of hurting your feelings. I wish you nothing but the best. Like, okay, you're fine. You know, whatever the hell your name is, Bobby or whatever the fuck your name is. I don't know his name, but it's giving Bobby. Right. So, oh my God. So she sent me an update email. Literally the most embarrassing thing ever happened. He listened to the podcast. (laughs) I do have a clarification. My friend in parentheses, sister's ex-boyfriend was with me. And that's how I saw the message. Anyway, the guy messaged me about it and said that another secret keeper showed it to him. I did say you were a baddie because he I thought you'd enjoy the update, girl. No, not him being one of the boys. We got the girlies and the boys now. There's too many straight men listening to the fucking podcast. If you're a straight man listening to podcasts, you must tell nobody. <laughs> oh, no. You know, I always think that like, because I am on here flapping my damn gums about whoever I'm dating and talking shit and this one did this. And then I'm like, there's no way that none of them have ever heard about it. There's no way that none of them have ever been like, oh, let me listen to this girl that I'm dating or have dated podcasts. <laughs> oh God, girly. I'm sorry, girly pops, but I'm on your side. I'm on your side. Uh, okay, let's do this fuck Mary kill from from the soap guy who defended his his brothers okay he defended his very busy brothers okay the the fuck Mary kill is five in one soap pure ivory soap or irish spring now listen if this is illegal put me in jail i love the way irish spring smells i love the way irish spring smells do you guys like the way irish spring smells I swear to God, it reminds me of this guy that I dated was so hot and he had, he wore Irish spring soap. Like he used Irish spring, the bar of it, right. That looks like a freaking, it looks like a, it's like has a swirl in it. Was that it? Is that the one with the swirl in it? But anywho, he used Irish spring and he always smelled so good. I love Irish spring. I would use it. I would use Irish spring. I think I wouldn't wash my vajayjay with it because that seems like a disaster waiting to happen. You know, only natural, only natural things go on there, but might be the rest of my body. I would, I would use Irish spring. Okay. So Irish spring, pure ivory soap, love ivory soap too. Fresh, clean. We love to see it or five in one. soap. we're killing five in one. You got to kill five in one. I would probably marry pure ivory because to me, it feels a little bit cleaner, a little bit, a little bit more, um, on the girly pop side. Right. Like, I don't know if I, I, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a little more on the girly pop side. I don't know why. I think maybe like their advertisements, you know, gauge a little bit more scope, a little more feminine. So I'm going to marry pure ivory because I feel like that's more girly. 
and then I'm fucking Irish Spring, okay? Hand to God. And then I'm killing five in one because killing anything in one. My mom was on the Spotify podcast last week and she was like, I think it's fine as long as they're showering. I'm like, the bar is in hell, Ellen. The bar is in hell. As long as they're showering, who cares what they're using? Put a little barbecue sauce in there. Who gives a shit? That's my mom. She's a little too accepting of everyone. But at the same time, she's such a fucking hater. (laughs) I don't know what it is about her, but she's like a, she supports everybody, but she's also such a hater. She's like, she's going to gossip. One thing about her is she's gossiping, right? But anywho, you guys, you know, I love you. This was such a fun episode. I love, I loved sitting and chit-chatting with you. And if you want to join the live podcast, it's a free app, Spotify live. Um, you can join in on Thursdays. You can call me, you can, um, join in on the chat in the chat room on Spotify live. It's really, really fun. Um, and you can call in, which is so exciting. It's called Confessions with Carly. Again, thanks. Thanks for tuning in, Bipes. See you next week. Bye.